we are in the middle of discussing the halachas of sukkah and Adam became the mitzvah in the best possible way. So before we get to the halachas of um, what requires the sukkah, which is very important, we have to understand what exactly requires the sukkah, when do we need to eat in the sukkah, sleep in the sukkah, when do we part from the sukkah. There's a lot to discuss, Be'ez Hashem, about that. But I want to discuss some of the interesting shailas that could come up of the actual building and being become the mitzvah in the sukkah. Now, this is very nagea. First of all, Mitzvah Hashem, all of you guys are going to be involved, I hope, in helping your Rebbeim build their sukkahs. It's like a chedek of the mitzvah that you could do. But even if you don't do that, and you're sitting and learning at the base measures, and it's difficult for you, whatever, so then I hear. So what you could do is, is when you walk into a sukkah, you have to make sure that it's kosher. Right? If you walk into a random sukkah, you're into a guest, you're going to a restaurant, or whatever it may be, you walk into a sukkah, how do you know it's kosher? So I want to give you just some little tips that we could spend a month and a half just on these halachas. I'm just going to give you in a few minutes some very little tips that I'm making sure to understand that your sukkah is kosher. A lot of people don't know these things and it's important to know these are common mistakes that people have when it comes to building and sitting in a sukkah. The first one is a very simple one. It's a Mishnah sukkah daf tesamah base. The Mishnah tells us like this. The Mishnah says which means if a person makes the sukkah Basically, under a tree, literally, you have this huge tree, and under the shade, because you want to have it under the shade, you put the sukkah there, you might have well made it in your house. There's no difference. What's the reason? Because we know that the sukkah has to be tachas shamayim Under the stars, under the heaven, okay? Therefore, if it's got a tree overlapping that, that is going to be problematic. So I don't think anyone's going to really do that. I don't think any, I never saw a sukkah that's built under a, fully under a tree. But what's very common is... And again, we're dealing in, you know, in Chutzar, it's in many places where you build it in the garden, or in Eretz for sure, where people are building it in the streets, which you'll see something which maybe you haven't seen in America so many places, where people push it in the middle of the street, like on the side of the road, where people park, that's where they put their sukkah over there, right? Shmuel, you know what I'm talking about. You have that in America also? Yeah. Mamish? Yeah. In the middle of the street? The entire block, the entire year. The entire year. It's an extension of the house, it's just a way of doing it without getting permission. Right? It's like one of the stories that they said. I don't know where this was. This place, I don't know where this took place. But there was one of the places where they, the cops came. And someone obviously called the cops. He went out to build over there. So they gave him a notice that you have to take this down within seven days. Sure. No, officer. No problem. I'll take it down within seven days. No problem. Right? So I don't know where that happened. But that's one of the things. But you have to be careful. So wherever... David, you got that one. So wherever you're building the sukkah, you have to make sure it's not Tachasa Elon. So who's... And yes, who's building the sukkah under the Elon? Nobody's doing that, right? So what, what is the common Shilasev? Right, you get this all the time in Minneapolis, okay? Is that they'll have, you'll have branches of a tree that could be overlapping. Now, it's not the whole tree, but you'll have a branch or two. Or two. So what is the din in such a case? So the Ritva and the Bikuri Yaakov or Medaik, that they want a taina, there should be absolutely lechatchela, nothing overhanging, overlapping the schach of your sukkah in that case. There should be nothing there. Even if it's one little branch that's sort of overlo- you know, overlapping the schach, shouldn't be there. Lechatchela. Of course, but the evidence in most cases it will be okay. If it's only one branch, but lechatchela. And that's something to be careful. You go to a restaurant, for example, where they put up a sukkah, and sometimes they're not so much of it. You have to be careful. Could be it's not a kosher sukkah. Could be there's no branches going all over the place over there. And we'll talk about in a minute how much makes it possible. So a person has to be careful of those things. The, the toastless in sukkah, you give them a base, Mori learned it in Dafiyomi, is that even it's flapping. What's the deal if it's flapping? What happens if you have a, 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 like a branch of a tree that's sometimes going azoi, and azoi, it's like waving over the schach. It's not always there. 
Sometimes it's there, sometimes it's not. So the Maestro Tosfer says that that is absolutely okay. There's no problem. The Maestro of the Ratzal used to paskin that it's the best to cut it off or something to make sure there's nothing like waving over the skach. Now, in this country, something very common. This, this, at least you don't have in America. Okay? When you're building on the porches. If you're building your sukkah on the porch and above you, you have somebody's laundry. Right? 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 You don't, that, you don't have a liquid, right? You don't have, you don't have the laundry. So, what was it? You're sitting in your sukkah and it's like dripping down. It's dripping down. You're like, what's going on? You look up and they've just hung up all their laundry over your sukkah. Right? Is that a problem? It's mustamina sukkah. So, lemaisa, the washing generally is okay because it's a small amount. Ravazn and Shevet Alevi says Lechatchel it shouldn't be there because we're choshes that the laundry will get tangled and will become one cheft so that's too big and therefore it shouldn't be done. So before you build your sukkah make sure that you make sure there's nothing on top of it. Okay? I once was called to somebody's sukkah here in Eretz in Yerushalayim and it was an amazing thing. He called, he said, can you come and check out my sukkah? So I come and check out the sukkah and the guy on top of him okay, this is his sukkah porch the guy on top of him built an extension on his porch and how it works is the roof of, of one, sometimes, you know, the way you build it, is that the sukkah, so the sukkah roof just like slides out. You pull the strings and it slides out and it made himself a sukkah, which was very nice. But he didn't chat that when the roof opened, that he was basically covering the porch behind, neck, under him. You get what I'm talking about? So the guy, the guy, I was, the sukkah that I was standing on, on sukkah sort of had a roof over it because the guy on top opened up his roof, so it went slid on top, so he had no sukkah. Leepa's looking a bit confused. You understand what I'm talking about? You don't understand? Sure, you understand. Someone, could you explain it to him? Okay, it's not so... Okay, so you know. Oh, on top of him, the porch on top of him, they built... Ari's with me, right? Okay, if Ari's with me, then it's Cavaldi. Okay? Yeah? Okay. So you've got to be careful. Washing lines. Also very Nagea. Right? Let's say they don't hang out the washing on suckers. But they've got the washing lines. Those are those strings. That every... These are big shyness. Why? Oh, they're only strings. Ah, yeah. has a cash for you. Mori wants to know what about Lovud? Huh? Lovud, right? You see? There we are. Mori has a cash. What about Lovud? What does Lovud mean? If something is within it, it connects. So if it's connected, it's like a whole piece over there. And that's on top of the schach. And that's going to be problematic. So the Maisa, even if there's three Tfachim over there, the Maisa Post can say, just a small amount, it is okay. Okay, we're about to say next. Decorations. The item hang decorations on the sukkah. Okay, decorations, yeah? Okay, be very careful where you sit in the sukkah that you're going to go into to make sure you're sitting in the right place. Why do I say that? What's that? Under the lights. No, they have these huge decorations, these mamish chefzas. You open them up like the pomegranates, these huge things, these chandeliers. So you're allowed to put them up, you're allowed to sit underneath them, what's the shiloh? So really it comes from a Mishnah which means Chazal told us, the Mishnah told us Mufurish, that they would hang up decorations. There are different places of putting them. Rabbi said, without going into all the details, very, very simple. You have to know that Mishnah Burr says clearly, if it's four by four Tfachim, right, that's called a Mokrim Choshev. And if it's a mochim choshev, you've got to be very careful not to hang somewhere and sit under that place in the sukkah. It might not puzzle the whole sukkah, but at the end of the day, you have to be very careful. In fact, the Mishnah Brewer brings from the Maril, 
not to hang anything, even if it's smaller than Dalad al Dalad, under Fort Fochim from the Schach. It should be within Fort Fochim to the Schach. So if you do hang decorations, even if they're small, Mr. Brewer brings from the Ariel, they should be as close to the Schach within Fort Fochim. Don't hang them lower than Fort Fochim. But Lemaisa sitting under big decorations, if it's four by Fort Fochim, but how much is the Tefach? Shimon, how much is the Tefach for us? Demonstrate to the Olam, Tefach. Four by four of those, that's not so big by the way. The chandeliers that they sell are often way bigger than that. If it is more than four by four Tefachim, and it's lower than four Tefachim, don't sit underneath it. You can sit in the rest of the sukkah, but don't sit under that part. Okay, and again, this is very Nagea. If you're going into a sukkah that people don't know Dalachas, you're not going to tell them anything, whatever it is, you can't tell them whatever it may be. Don't sit under a place that has a decoration of 4x4 four four, under 4. That's a beautiful shaila. I don't want to go too much in it, but the mice that make up. Now, um, which means if it's 50 50, then you're okay. Say it starts at 2 and goes to 6, then you're okay. You get it? Yeah, beautiful. Ah, Zev, are you with me? Okay, beautiful. Next, your boy's sight. We have so much to do. Fix Chach. Okay? Um, the Mishnah tells us, if you make this Chach thick, like a house, it's almost like a roof, then it's 100% kosher. There's a machlokis in the Gemara, Beishamai, Beishelel. What's the din if you don't see the stars? Lemaisa, if it's so thick that the rain cannot come through, then it's possible. So if you make it, I, want, I once had a guy in, we could say it, right? Manchester, we could say it, right? There's nobody here from Manchester now, so no one's going to get offended, right? There was a guy in Manchester who told me that his schach was so thick, when it rained, and it can I know how it rains over there, it would take 20 minutes for, this, for one drop to start dripping down. Okay? So he has time. But everyone else is like running out their sukkah, he's enjoying himself, no problem whatsoever. In fact, in Antwerp, they came out with a new mahalach. This is the mahalach they came out with. They took the bamboo shoots. You know those thick bamboo shoots? You know what I'm talking about? The thick bamboo things? Hey, Reuben, you know what I'm talking about? Okay. They sliced them in half. So it was like a semicircle. Yeah? And they put them very close to each other. And a slant. What was that? It was a gavad gazach. Nassimei said it's cheating. Why is it cheating? Because when it rains, it's a drainage system. It never rains in the sukkah. Yeah? Are you allowed to do that? So, Lemaisa, it's interesting. Um... Ravazna talks about this in Shevet Halevi and he says it's kosher of it's neged chazal that's what he writes it's kosher of it's neged chazal it's not what chazal meant chazal said he, but it's meant to be a aray zach on the <laughs> ah you love that that's mamish ah okay let's know on the side like I said we're just going through some pointers of ideas airspace Gemara and Sukkot Daf Yitzayin tells us if you have avir you have airspace in your Sukkot now this is very common when you have wind and wind sometimes knocks off some of the Skach and you're sitting in the Sukkot and you're like oh my gosh there's airspace over there am I allowed to sit there? So instead of calling your local Orthodox rabbi, Baruch Hashem, you came to Sheh, you know what to do, right? Before Gemara, Ave Pasel B'Shloisha. It's a machlekes in the Gemara. We're not going into it, Rav and Shmuel, exactly whether it's Pasel in the middle for Daladamas or on the side for Tvachim. Lemaisa like this. If it's less than Gimel by Gimel, three by three Tvachim, there is no problem. If it's more than three by three Tvachim, that's not so big, by the way. Do not sit under that place. And you've got to be very careful. Because in Eretz Yisrael, it's another question. If you have an air conditioning unit, that's on top of you. Now, in Eretz Yisrael, they build air conditioning unit, the, the outside unit I'm talking about, and they put it on the outside of the building. 
they attach it to the outside of the building. Now, you know what I'm talking about? You have an America as well? Wow. I've got to go back over there to check out what goes on over there. Okay, all right. Shimon is like to say, come back to Brooklyn and see what goes on. Now, Lamaisa, you look up on your sukkah and you've got an air conditioning unit. So you have to be careful. If it's more than gimel by gimel, three by three, you should not sit in that area whatsoever. Let's move on, Rabbi Sai. There's so much to do. Are you yotzer sitting in somebody else's sukkah? If I sit in a sukkah that does not belong to me, am I yotzer the midst of sukkah? So everyone over here is familiar with a Gemara in Sukkah of where the Gemara says, On the Ashtah Tog, on the first day of the Yontav of Sukkot, you cannot just take somebody else's Lulub and be Yotzeh with it. Right? You've got to go, right? Lochem, state. It's got to be yours. What's the din of Sukkah? Says the Gemara Sukkah of Zayin, so therefore, it does not have to be lochem. The sukkah does not have to be yours, even though the shochanok tofish lamed zayin si base brings down that even though the pasuk says tasel lecha, ah, tasel lecha should theoretically mean lochem or lekachtem lochem tasel lecha, and therefore it should mean that it's yours. But the ma'isa, since the pasuk and the Torah told us kol ezrach, which Rashi, the Heiliger Rashi, learns, what does it mean kol ezrach? We'll speak about in a minute. Gans Kali Yisrael, everyone together, therefore it does not have to be yours. However, says the Taz, which the Mishtabura Paskins Aloha Lamaisis, he got in test, that if, for example, the sukkah, the owner of the sukkah is about to come in, then you're not allowed to sit there. Why? Because he's worried, says the Chavetz Chaim, that when you're sitting in somebody else's sukkah, for example, you're walking in the park, Zev, and you want to have something to eat. So there's a sukkah there. No, what's the big deal? I'm going to go inside. I'll go inside and sit in the sukkah. Mabaya. Right, Asha? Yes. Yeah? I'll go inside. It's not, what's the difference? I'm not stealing from him. I'm walking in, making him a zone. So I'm walking on a ship. I'm walking out. Right? Says the Mishabura. But if the guy who owns the sukkah is about to come in with his suda, right? It's like it's meal time or it's whatever it is, then you can't sit there because worry, he's worried that he's going to come there. He's going to see you in there. He's going to be embarrassed and he's not going to be in the sukkah. And so he states the Mishabura. That's why you have to be very, very careful in that case. In fact, the Kafachayim, Dalek Kafachayim, brings down. And he says that if a sukkah is nicely decorated, there's a tablecloth there, whatever it is, says the Kavachayim, someone is Vade Makbid. The owner is Vade Makbid, that someone should not enter there without permission, and therefore you should not do that. And if the door is closed and for sure, it's got a padlock on it, and breaking in there is not going to help you. Sukkah Gazula, if it's stolen, then Avada, it's going to be Asa. Right? Now, what does that mean? That means if a person actually took the wood, right? Now, what's that negated to us in, the, in this case? What's it negated to? It's negated to like this. Now, we're going to Ron discusses a Shaila, and he has a Tzorachin. That means he's not sure. What's the din of people that make a sukkah in Rosh Hashanah? That means it's not on their private property. It belongs to everybody. And he says, the Morgan of Ron, Bidi Eved, Bidi Eved, says the Morgan of Ron, it's kosher, and don't make a bracha on it. As always, the Psak Lemaisen, the Balatanian, the Graz, and the Derech Achayim, the Nesivas as well. Although you should know, many Poskim will choyle kodom Morgan Avram, Neli Rabba, the, the, um, the Yaivitz, also the Ruchash and Eishel Avram, the Maisen, the Psak of the Mishabur, Sikot and Yud, Tofre Islam and Zion, says if you have no other place to make a sukkah, 
which is what over here there are Soymechon in many, many places, then you can make it and you can even make a brach on it in that case. And that's the Psak Lamaisa of Shemazam. And also, if you've got no other place to make the sukkah, then there is no problem whatsoever over there to make it over there. One of the interesting shaylas that Rav Yashav is a Modika Chiddush. Listen to this Chiddush. He says, What happens if a person builds a sukkah on a porch that he got no permission to make? Now, this is unfortunately common. Right? I'm all going into the Shailah but Muta also, I don't know. I've asked a local Orthodox rabbi. But if somebody built a porch on a space that he wasn't allowed to, he never got any permission from the government to do so. Say he built it without Rishus, even of the neighbors, because normally how it works if you get permission, you have to ask the neighbors. So he did not ask permission from the neighbors. Says with Eliashiv Zatzal, it's awesome, Mishum Gezel. You cannot make a brocha on that sukkah. Unless you got a shelf from the area to build over there, even though the neighbors protested. Then it's okay. But it's if the neighbors gave no permission and you built over there, you can't make a brocha leishib of sukkah in such a sukkah. So it means a person has to be very, very careful to make sure that where he's sitting is number one a kosher sukkah and also is on kosher property in that case. We have to remember as well that it's pulled down, as we just mentioned from the Heilige Rashi, Rashi brings down that because it says Kola Ezrach, it means Gans Klal Yisrael as well. And it's such a Chosh because it t- shows us that the Sukkah unites Klal Yisrael, puts Klal Yisrael together. The Kajan Samagid the, um, writes in Avodis Yisrael that we have a Messiah, we have a tradition for our Rabbonim, that everything in the world is composed of the very four elements that we're familiar with fire, wind, water, and earth. And even though these elements are conflicting, but Lemaisa, sometimes they come together. And therefore all of these four elements nullify often each other. And logically we can't understand how they can form you to unite together. But they do because why? Says the Kajan Samagid because they are being Mekayim, the, the Ratzon of Hashem. Says the Kajan Samagid, Sukkot is a time where we let all of Klali in the Sukkah. It doesn't make a difference who they are. It doesn't make a difference what they, what they look like. It doesn't make a difference anything. Everyone comes into the Sukkah together. The Indian of the Sukkah is the Indian of Achtas, like Rashi tells us. It doesn't have to be yours. Everyone accepts everybody else. That's the Indian of the Sukkah. And that's something that we should think about when we're sitting in the Sukkah, the, the Achtas of Klal Yisrael, and how we try to bring everyone together. But Hashem, next time, what we'll go through is the halachas of what food requires a Sukkah, and when are you parted from a Sukkah. Have a wonderful day.